1: Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime.
0: And I snuggle up with my big gorilla, the co-host. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm not Remington Chase.
1: And yeah, looks like uh, if you guys looked at the uh, title or possibly the album art, you'll notice that uh, Mr. Remington Chase is not here this week. And there is a very, very good, healthy reason for that and that is the fact that he is currently not healthy at the time of this recording. Uh, the poor lad has gotten some kind of sickness, not the big one that everybody's scared of, but some kind of sickness, and it's taken him out of commission so badly that this week we're not able to uh, finish our uh, recording. So in the meantime, I have invited our dear, lovely editor to join me for a very panicked episode so that we don't lose our week-to-week episode buffer. Uh, Dylan, welcome, welcome back. How you feeling, buddy?
0: Uh, right now, I'm glad that I am not feeling down with the sickness, but I am feeling a little bit of panic at the podcast, so we'll see how things go.
1: Yeah, don't worry, Dylan. I have something different for you today. It's a type of anime that I have never shown you, because little, uh little peek behind the scenes uh, here, whenever I'm doing research on like new seasonals or just anime in general, I will often have a conversation with Dylan as I live with him uh, to help organize my thoughts and think what would be a good episode. So more often than not, Dylan has a general idea of what is airing in a given season because I'm telling him about it and trying to psych myself out and to figure out what would be a good episode or not. And the hard part about that is if I want to do an emergency episode with Dylan, I've got to find an anime that I haven't talked to him about.
0: Which can be really difficult at times, because, again, we do talk to each other about a lot of anime. Uh, I'm far more in the anime focus circles than Remington, but it does open up a lot of opportunity for us to do some deep dives. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, theoretically, the smart thing for me to
1: do would be to pick an anime that would be worth talking about and deeply diving into, considering uh, Dylan's just far more experienced in the anime sphere than uh, my poor co-host is. Uh... I didn't do that, Dylan.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, So we're not doing a deep dive. We're going to do something incredibly shallow then. Is that about right?
1: Well, not necessarily, Dylan. Like, there is potential to turn this into a deep dive. But I... Look, I had to find a balance of something that, one, you've never heard of, and two, that I haven't, like, talked to you about even tangentially. Because... You know, Part of the charm of this show is new experiences, and if you know about something in the past, it can kind of lessen the reactionary quality of it. Uh, Not always, sometimes that's perfectly okay, like uh, whenever we cover childhood favorites in terms of anime, those can be fun episodes as well, but sometimes you just need a little something new, something unexpected uh, and surprising. So today, Dylan, I have a very new type of anime for you uh it's a genre that you and i have never talked about really wait what uh, yes and if we have it's only been in like tangential me- uh, mentions on maybe on a stream or maybe uh just talking to some of our more passionate anime fr- uh, fan friends uh because this week uh dylan you and i are gonna be talking sports
0: oh fuck um, Yep. sports go sports go team go Oh,
1: Dylan, what, are you trying to tell me that you
0: are not a sport expert? Uh, I, I know my way around the hockey rink, and I can enjoy watching people on steroids hurt each other. But that's about it. Oh, but Dylan, you're such a professional fi- frisbee golf player. I mean, I am kind of. I, I'm I'm in the PDGA, but that's <laughs> that's about the extent of it. It's such an
1: athletic competition, Dylan.
0: Have you seen some of the people that actually uh, compete in the major tournaments? They're, they're, you got some scrawny lads with long arms. It, it's, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't stack up.
1: <laughs> but with that in mind, I, that's what I think would, this would be an interesting topic of conversation for you. Because the thing about sports anime, Dylan, is anime and animation in general is all about exaggeration, right? It's all about taking uh, simple mundane concepts and stretching them as far as they can to be interesting or entertaining in a way that live action would not be typically able to
0: do, right? They tend to, yeah, they tend to exaggerate things to a comedic level a lot of the time, otherwise, uh, other times, they would make it just impossible to achieve in real life. Like some of the ridiculous dramas that we've covered such as citrus.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, but it, with sports it's a, more of a fun sense. Like you've seen a lot of like live action sports movies, I'm sure, right? Like all the uh, classics like
0: um Airbud? I've Air seen Airbud.
1: Airbud. Air Bud, yes, Airbud is a classic uh, sports movie. After all, there's nothing in the rule book that says a dog cannot play basketball. Um <laughs> but no uh, Dylan, I mean, like, uh, uh, well, Blindside is more of a drama than a, uh, sports movie. Uh, ooh, god, I, I don't... have also not seen it. Hmm, okay, uh, what about... Oh man. So this is, this is where I'm really showing my, uh, my unfortunate nature, because I've seen loads of sports movies, and the fact that I'm having a hard time drawing some off the top of my head is a little embarrassing when I call myself a film buff. Uh, let's see, one that comes to mind would be, like, uh, Remember the Titans. Uh, that's also more of a drama than a uh, sports, but it's got sports in it. Um, ooh, man, that's... How
0: about uh, The Longest Yard, the, the Oh, comedy? yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Longest... Oh, God, didn't that one have Adam Sandler in it?
0: The remake did. The
1: remake did, that's right. Uh, Would you consider Field of Dreams a
0: sports movie? <laughs> it has a sports backdrop to, is it Kevin Costner?
1: Uh, Yes, yes, it is, Kevin Costner.
0: Uh, that's all I know. All I know is it has Kevin Costner. It has sports. If you build it, they will come. I haven't seen it.
1: It's a good movie. It's okay. It's worthwhile. Uh, Bad News Bears I saw as well. Uh, you know,
0: 1976. Um, the only Bad News Bears I know are the ones that get into trash cans. Yeah.
1: Does Karate Kid count as a sports movie, Dylan?
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay. I would consider the OG Karate Kid a sports movie. So, Definitely.
1: And have you seen that one? No. Oh, well, great. Fantastic. There's, there goes all of my cultural touchstones. Thanks, Dylan. Uh, but all, all those movies seem to have one major thing in common
0: with their sports.
1: Uh, their sports are pretty mainstream, wouldn't you say?
0: Is karate mainstream
1: now? After Karate Kid, it sure as hell
0: was. Okay, fair. At the very least, they propelled their sport to being mainstream, if it wasn't already. Uh, kind of like Cool Runnings.
1: I can't believe you would bring up Cool Runnings in our. I've actually seen podcast. that one. Of course you have. Why? Would... <laughs> you know what? Of all the sports type movies to see, Cool Runnings that that that's your touchstone. You know, fair, fair enough, Dylan. Uh, but the fun thing about anime is that they will make an anime about just about any sport. I've se- and sometimes they'll even make up their own sports. Do you remember uh, Keijo, by chance?
0: I remember the title. Um, is... The
1: premise was essentially uh, boobs and butts sumo wrestling over water.
0: Oh, yeah. Dead or Alive Extreme.
1: That's, uh,
0: yeah. Except in Dead or Alive
1: Extreme, they actually, it was either fighting or volleyball. So, you know, those were actual no, sports.
0: No, no, no. The beach ones had a bunch of minigames that were focused on just like knocking your opponent like with your butt out of a ring.
1: I did not know that.
0: You need to culture yourself, lad.
1: Man, how, how dare I not culture myself with the incredibly elegant Dead or Alive franchise. Um, <laughs> and the sheer randomness of what sports can be turned into an anime uh, makes a lot of them interesting on premise alone. Theoretically. Theoretically. It's the execution that is the hard part. So, Dylan, if you had to guess a few sports that you would probably not expect to be turned into an anime, what would you think?
0: Uh, probably Ultimate Frisbee. Mm -hmm. curling, Mm -hmm. uh, badminton. Ooh, um, gotcha
1: beat there. There are several badminton anime. Oh, for fuck's sake. Uh, Shuffleboard? I, I don't think shuffleboard's a sport, my guy. I would call that a game at best. Okay,
0: I'm going to put things on a minor hold, and I am going to just ask the world. So, anyone listening, leave a review and tell us if shuffleboard is or is not a sport.
1: I mean, it's just like, simplified curling. I'll give, I'll say curling's a sport because that takes effort. But shuffleboard, it's like, I don't know, man. I don't know. If you want to prove me wrong, by
0: all means, prove me wrong. I mean, legally, it is considered a sport.
1: Yeah, but I don't think anybody's going to be watching Olympic shuffleboards. Unless it's on ice and then it's curling. Curling is legit, uh... though.
0: That's one of my favorite
1: things to watch during the Winter Olympics. Because it's just so intense.
0: Um, I think another sport I might probably wouldn't want to watch an anime of would be, um, like luge or uh, skeletons. Uh, Not really my thing. It seems like it'd be just kind of like boring little races.
1: Yeah, fair and understandable. uh,
0: So what sport are we going to be covering this week if it is an actual sport and not one that's completely made up?
1: It is a real sport, Dylan, and it is a sport that has actually been covered in an American movie as well. However, I don't like mentioning it because all of the other movies are garbage. Uh, Because today... We are going to be talking about the spring 2022 anime, Birdie Wing
0: Golf Girls" Story. Birdie Wing Golf Girl Story. So we're going to be watching Happy Gilmore with anime titties. I didn't want to say the name. I didn't want to say the name. Because
1: anytime you mention Adam Sandler on the internet, things happen.
0: Happy Gilmore's at least thought of positively, right?
1: Yeah, no, Happy Gilmore is objectively probably one of the best Adam Sandler films.
0: It's one of his actually alright comedies, unlike his trash ones like anything he's made in the last 15 years.
1: Exactly.
0: Uh, but
1: anytime you mention Adam Sandler on the internet, Dylan, memes happen. And I'm scared of the memes, lad. I just don't want our entire, like, reviews to be filled with, like, Adam Sandler references. How am I supposed to cooperate like, and make a podcast if, in the back of my mind, people are messaging us things about Adam Sandler.
0: Kind of like, uh, more recently with the Turtle Club and Master of Disguise?
1: I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it.
0: Uh, Alright. Sean, back... I'm gonna make you a promise. Yes? I will make, at most, one Adam Sandler reference during the second half of the episode, and that will be it from me.
1: Uh, I'll see if I can hold you to that. Uh, it'll be very
0: difficult for you not to, I'm sure.
1: Uh, but uh, allow me to introduce you to the premise of Birdie Wing, which we'll probably just call it Birdie Wing because Golf Girl's story is kind of a pointless subtitle, in my opinion. You look at the cover and you think, oh man, those are girls and they are definitely swinging golf clubs. Uh, the thing about golf though, Dylan, is it is probably one of the most boring spectator sports on the face of the planet.
0: Oh, absolutely. I have tried. I've genuinely tried to watch golf and I don't know what's more boring, watching golf or playing it, <laughs> unless it's mini golf. Oh, that's I the obsession. Mini golf. That mini needs golf, an anime.
1: Mini golf slaps. Mini golf is the one of the best things to do with a bunch of friends and have a drink in hand as well. It's just so chaotic and good. This is not mini golf. This ah, is shit. This is real golf. I well, I say real golf, Dylan. Here's the basic premise. It's about uh, our main character Eve. She is infamous in the golfing community.
0: Did she break someone's elbow? No. Well,
1: Tanya Harding? Not... <laughs> whoa, Jesus, that's a reference. Uh, no, nope, nothing quite like that. Uh, she's a little infamous because she is known as the Rainbow Bullet. So get, get me... Get, we're getting into animated saying things. It. Yep. And she is known to earn a living through golf by <laughs> essentially playing golf really, really well and fixing bets, essentially. Oh, so she's a ringer. All right. Yes, she is a ringer and an underground golf gambler. And she herself says that uh, she doesn't play golf. She just hits
0: balls with sticks for money. You know, funny enough, Sean, that was actually my profession for a brief moment in time. Made a lot of money that way on the dark web. And now
1: you're an editor for a podcast. How far you have fallen. I consider this an upgrade. Says a lot, doesn't it? (laughs) uh and she was perfectly fine with this uh she enjoyed you know doing the hustle and smacking balls around and getting paid for it uh until one day when she meets another young lady who essentially completely stomps her uh in a uh, short little game and it kind of motivates her to try and uh while simultaneously doing some of the underground golfing arena stuff, catch up to her and one day beat her. You know, typical shonen, uh, sports motivation. It's like, oh man, I finally have a rival. I'm going to try and beat them type of thing. All the while, still trying to earn money because throughout this whole experience, the main reason she is earning money in this fashion is because she's trying to keep an orphanage afloat. Uh, I'm sorry.
0: Uh, okay, so let's get my... The only Happy Gilmore reference I'm allowing out. It's essentially Happy Gilmore's motivation, except his was for his grandma instead of the orphans.
1: You see why I say it's hard not to talk about Happy Gilmore in this anime.
0: Absolutely. I'm not going to mention it again. Wow. Okay. (laughs) And it'll be
1: impressive if you're able to not mention it again in the second half. Because, Dylan, the whole premise of this anime is just over-the-top golfing, super-powered moves and all. So, without further ado, let's go watch some birdie wing golf girls' story. Four! No, only three episodes.
0: <laughs> ah. Popping in in the middle here to announce something terrible and silly. Sean and I have received a lot of anime stickers over the years, including a donation from otakulture.com. That's O T A K U L T U R E and we've decided to decorate a paddle with these stickers uh, to do something silly and kind of ridiculous i'd like to pose a challenge if we can get 10 new five-star reviews on apple podcasts by the end of june this month we will post a video of one of the hosts getting thwapped with the paddle while being berated for their terrible takes on your favorite anime just make sure to email us which anime you've beefed with us over once again ten new five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts, and one of the hosts gets humiliated with the anime paddle.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after watching three whole episodes of Birdie Wing Golf Girl's Story, and Dylan, I may have left some things out. Uh, first and foremost, one of the key features of this anime is, of course...
0: Merchandising. You gotta get the merchandise out there. Yeah, you got your Spaceballs flamethrowers along with your Gundam and your Pac-Man and I don't know any other Bamco properties. Um, That's okay. Uh, yeah. po- point of uh, <laughs> interest is,
1: though, this anime was produced and uh, created by Studio uh, Bandai Namco, uh, who do have some anime under their belt, but more often than not, the anime they put out is a bit... Mm, limited in terms of animation
0: yeah which is for this one i would say a bit of an interesting choice because you know it's a shonen golf an well not really shonen but yeah yeah, it's still shonen style golf anime it has lots of big action moments but everything else feels almost like a cutscene, which does a disservice because the art is really nice in places and there's fun character designs but then you see them just like kind of lazy half-assed lip flaps or moving at you know, half frame rates—it's kind of sad.
1: But you know, a, a show with bad animation can still be a good show. It just needs to have, you know, good characters, good story, uh, interesting dynamics, and you know, some things to make it unique that uh, will stick in your memory.
0: Uh, hmm, hmm, so, hmm. Uh, funny that you mentioned those. Mm-hmm. Uh, this show has none of that.
1: <laughs> what are you talking about, Dylan? Dylan, it's got my favorite antagonistic force in anime history, the Golf
0: Mafia. Are they supposed to be antagonistic? Because they they seem like kind of all right people, just grifters.
1: It remains to be seen. I'll be honest with you, Dylan. I didn't exactly go the full length of uh, this anime. I didn't exactly uh, wait until the season was done to dip into it. And I definitely didn't watch more than four or five episodes before I got done. But I'm 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 telling you there's something shifty about the golf mafia.
0: I don't trust them. I don't know. I'm kind of down with the golf mafia. The, <laughs> I the, I'm I'm down with them, you know. Anyone who has a room full of fish tanks but only a single arowana and no other fish whatsoever, I I think I can rock with that.
1: Dylan, you're scaring me. I'm worried that you're going to leave uh, podcasting and join some criminal syndicate at this rate.
0: I mean, if my boss can look like Fem Zemnis, then hell yeah. <laughs> but then you'll have a
1: co-worker that looks like all of your exes.
0: You know what, that's fair. Um, however, pretty much no matter where I go, I'm surrounded by that, so I just have to learn to live with it. Fair enough.
1: So Dylan, what are your thoughts on Birdie Wing? It's kind of a kind of a strange show, all things considered.
0: As we discussed earlier, there are some very interesting character designs, however. I feel that they really only benefit the supporting casts. And there's the fun golf mafia business, but before we begin on my rambly dive into how fucking video gamey this anime's characters and golf course are designed, how very shonen the actual golfing is, and how much I fucking hate golf as an environmentalist, let's bring out the cast for a neat little line before I shoot him with my gun, which is actually just a shitty metaphor for hitting golf balls. First up, we have Eve, who canonically has no last name. She plays golf like a frat boy fucks. She's in on some underground golf mafia and is in all likelihood a 24-year-old woman cosplaying as a 15-year-old like this is Gilmore Girls.
1: She is 15, Dylan. All the main girls are 15. They're playing in a 15-and-under tournament.
0: Next up, we have Lily, who's Eve's friend and has something to do with the orphanage, I guess. She acts as Eve's caddy, is obsessed with Gundam, and is the source of pretty much the only joke that made me puff out a little bit of air from my nose. Uh, Next is Owie. She's really plucky and likes golf. Mom's a boss babe, and her dad is dead. And we have Aoi's caddy, whose name I couldn't fucking be bothered. She's a spy for Aoi's mom and does all like the internal smart person pushes glasses to nose monologuing. They get in like fucking every anime from back in the day. And Then you got Femnis. No, not Zemnis. Femnis. Literally just a femmed up Zemnis, but is also a mafia boss. I like Femnis. Feminist is a lackey whose aesthetic is literally half of my ex is put into a blender and then reconstituted. But other than that, I'm done with Feminus. Uh Feminist has a boss, but the boss is just the red lady from Shield Hero. Mm,
1: yes, uh, the uh, the bitch character, I believe, is what people refer to her because she does canonically get renamed to bitch in the series.
0: Hold on, really? Yes. I, I haven't seen this show, so I don't. I don't. I, I can't remember her Hero, actual but... name,
1: but I do remember that aspect of it uh, because she's the one who uh, cried false. Uh,
0: accusations of the guy yeah
1: Uh, yeah, no uh, and she's just cartoonishly evil and objectively probably one of the more interesting parts of that show but just because she was so cartoonishly evil not good just cartoonishly evil uh, and yes as revenge the clever writing decision uh, that they do is now Fumi is like ah let's rename her to bitch which like if it was done by anybody else it might have been amusing or as like a joke but he was serious and People did start calling her bitch after that, so it's like, "Mm."
0: hmm. Anyway. I'm not, Shield Hero is awful. Yeah. It's fine. We start the very first episode with Eve playing golf incognito as the former mayor of New Jersey, Chris Christie, because Chris Christie fucked her leg up and can't play for shit. Uh, After the tournament, Eve brings her winnings to her grandfather's card game store. Sorry. uh, The Illegal Orphanage Bar? Um, though, uh, either way it...
1: don't think about it Dylan don't think about it too hard this is a country ran by the golf mafia that's all you need to know it's
0: it's just a set piece it doesn't fucking matter uh, so far standard introduction to the world Lily hooks Eve up with an underground golf tournament at night where a train run across <laughs> where a train fucking run acro- runs across the course and is completely split in half by a speeding train I don't understand but what fucking ever uh, <laughs> uh, Eve's going to be going up against a masked golfer who's revealed to just be Chris Christie who's out on some honor trip. Eve allows Lily to take her first shot for her. Now, Lily does a super wind-up shown in mega awesome smash that knocks the golf's ball about a gnat's dick off the tee. Uh, this is the only point where I laughed. Uh, Eve follows up the shot by launching the golf ball in between the cars of a speeding train causing it to smash a fucking rake and then land next to the hole i think i don't i don't i don't fucking get it i don't get it either way yeah that that's the midnight golf tournament because they're i don't know they do weird golf shit at night Uh, and there's a we got a sad montage later where eve is just launching golf balls into the bark of a tree i i don't actually remember when this happened because I remember it happened in this episode. I don't remember when I think it was after the 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 night tournament. It might have been before. I have no idea. This anime is really hard to remember, and I'm probably going to forget everything about it here in a couple days. Uh, next day, Lily has booked another golf game for Eve, but this time against some rich 15-year-old bitch, and it's implied that there's something sinister that Lily will have to give to the rich bitch's uncle. Turns out it's just a Gundam.
1: Hey, However, gunpla. Gunpla is a very strong motivation for some people, my guy. And some of those uh, models are really cool.
0: Yeah, I, I like my. Uh, I think mine are called uh, Super Deformed or SD. Uh, the mini micro Gundam. Mm-hmm. I like Gundam can be really cool. The really tiny cute ones, the chibi style ones. Sure. The really big ones with far too much articulation. That scares me. That they scare me, Sean
1: understandable and every time you try to build one you might as well slice your fingers to pieces with whatever instrument you're using to cut them out of their little sheets it is a nightmare but once you get that finished result man is it cool uh but yeah no uh gunpla with a very highly detailed box which it is an authentic gunpla like product as well as the thing
0: i mean it has to be because this is a bandai namco production they have to get that product placement in there somehow
1: yep I'm just glad they didn't do it with iruma That's
0: all I cared about. <laughs> uh, the hole's your standard mini-golf fare. It's, it's a straight shot to the hole, but there's a tree in the middle. Ooh, so you have to find your way around it. However, Eve launches ball through a thick branch of the tree, and the rich bitch says, Fuck this, I can't do that, and quits. Owie, the uh, the T's love interest who they're never going to do anything with, but is also, you know, a golf prodigy, sees this as she's making her way up to the hole and immediately goes, holy shit, I need to get in on this. So, Owie marches on up and challenges Eve to go up against Owie's 48-inch shaft and her Pac-Man balls, and that's how the episode ends. Episode 2 starts with a fucking two-minute recap of the last four minutes of the first episode. Absolutely pointless and irritating that Bandai pulls that shit that should have died in the 90s. Anyway, uh, Eve agrees to face up against Owie, so they move to the hardest hole on the course for a dick-measuring contest. And the hole is absolutely fucking ridiculous. The fairway is this giant L-shaped bend with a dense forest between the T and the hole. And on the opposite side of the fairway, a steep cliff dropping off into the ocean. Where the fuck does this show take place?
1: I mean, they called it,
0: uh, I believe
1: the name of it was uh, Naflace, Nalase, something along those lines.
0: It's a country. So, Oh, so that wasn't just the name of the golf course? No, 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 no. That was the name of the whole ass country, my die. Oh, shit. Um, yep. That's why First said, of all, that's a really bad name for a country.
1: Yeah, well, you know, you can't can't win them all. It's got to be a bit North America. It's got to be a bit Europe. <laughs> it's got to be a bit of both. That way it's uh, it feels foreign and real. Why didn't they just yeah. set it in a real place? Eh, hard to say. Maybe it's just because that golf course is like we saw don't actually exist in real life.
0: Anyway. Anyway, um, a reasonable person would follow the fairway and shoot around the L-curve, maybe taking an extra shot or two. Whereas a hockey player would go for a slap shot through the trees. And since he was clearly a drunken goon and now he is her foil, we know how this goes.
1: You couldn't resist. I knew you couldn't resist!
0: (laughs) All right, all right. Tweet at us with what you think my penance should be for losing that damn bet. Fuck. Eve once again rockets a ball through a goddamn tree branch. Now he launches a wicked, understable Anheuser slice and takes the win. Now, what's it to do in a golf anime once you have your main characters and connections between them been established? Maybe some rivalries? Maybe ooh, a potential little bit of a love interest? That's fucking right. Tournament art. But But apparently, 24-year-olds cosplaying as 15-year-olds can't get into tournaments meant for 15-year-olds. Especially if they don't have a last name. So, Eve goes to Feminist, who's a big shot in the Golf Mafia with a massive office filled with multiple segregated fish tanks, but only a single arowana. That's it. One fish, bunch of fish tanks. I don't, I don't fucking get it. Maybe she wants more. Maybe that's why they're all empty. It's to show that she is, has high aspirations. She wants to have her tanks completely filled with arowanas. That's it. Feminist doesn't have the clout to get Eve into the tournament. So the goes to her pedophilic boss, and redhead goes, "Hmm, no, I'm only interested in little boys."
1: She, she did not Which, say that. She said she all, said that she's only interested in young men. Sean, that is a rage. She is.
0: <laughs> that is not an okay thing to say under any circumstances. Anyway, uh, that's that's episode two. They have the brief little golf match and it sets up golf mafia and tournament arc. That's it. Episode 3 is the entire golf tournament where Eve snuck in with a fake last name.
1: It's the the, the last name is the last name of the uh the golf mafia family.
0: Okay. So um her name is now Eve Gambetti.
1: <laughs> Not quite.
0: Eve is just fucking crushing this entire tournament even when they get to the hardest hole and she uses the fact that she broke that tree branch earlier as a way to get through. Which, eh, could be cheating, could be called doing your research, I don't fucking know. Anyway, at uh, the end of the episode, Owie is one shot away from victory, otherwise she will tie with Eve. But, ooh-hoo-hoo, ooh, on her final shot, there's a mysterious silhouette of femness, and her ball doesn't go into the hole. Resulting in, well, a tie. This suggests that the Golf Mafia is going to do some shady shit behind the scenes and drive a sand wedge between Eve and Owie, and probably end the series with Eve leaving the Golf Mafia, and the final scene will be Eve and Owie having a fair rematch, yada fucking yada. So, Sean, I I have a question. Yes? So, we know that there's not going to be any actual, um expressions of love between these two characters, except for, you know, mutual adoration of their skill. Is that... Is oh, that yeah, no. Right? This is, yeah.
1: It, it seems very Yuri Beatty, yes.
0: It could have gone so much heavier on the Beatty aspects, but I felt that they were they were leaning in that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, And now, is there going to be, you know, our two main characters, are they going to form a somewhat closer bond? I have no clue. The show's not finished. <laughs> Isn't it based on a manga? No, no. This is anime original, my guy. Oh, my God. So, um, hey... If you're listening to this in the future when the show's done, let me know how good my guess was. Um, I'm going to say my guess is I, I'm I'm solid. You know, seven and a half out of ten is how confident I'm feeling in that. Uh, anything else they do is going to be equally bad. However, I just want to see some of the character designs in the future. So I think what I'll do is I'll just occasionally look up character designs from that show because the fashion is really fun. <laughs> you have a type. <laughs> I'm Okay. That aside, I during the my notes for the first episode, I wrote down that I was impressed that they gave Eve not only multiple outfits, multiple different styles of outfits. They weren't like the different colors of the same cut, like she had uh, short shorts with like fur in one and then like and just a normal top. Um then she was in that kind of big scoop neck top. Um they had her in some torn up jeans. They had her wearing a variety of different clothing that was fairly trendy, which, I was actually impressed by because so many of the anime we watch are focused all on, you know, teenagers who are in school and always wearing their school uniform or a variation thereof. And, you know, you got your feminist, who is literally just Xemnas with a woman's face and a bit more figure. Uh, you've got Xemnas' uh, lackey, who looks like every girl I've dated.
1: <laughs> all, all of them. Just all of them. Uh, Henri was her name. Uh, I don't know if you ever caught it.
0: I don't know if they said it.
1: I believe they did, but okay. uh, like briefly in passing, when she was talking about uh, the skills of Eve and whatnot. But yeah, okay. no. So if yeah. you ever want an idea of what kind of girls Dylan has dated, uh, look her up.
0: Yeah, then yeah, that's everyone I've dated in a nutshell right there. Um, and then the uh, the character designed for the boss lady was kind of, the big bad redhead boss lady, was kind of disappointing. Uh, they just made her a redhead in a black suit. They didn't give her a fun pattern or anything, so...
1: You're just blinded by Femness. I was blinded by, femeness, was blinded
0: by the Femness. The Femness was such a bold decision, and I am down for it. Yeah, the rest of it was just, you know, there were there were some really nice character designs. Uh, that's all I gotta say about the show. That's all I'm going to remember here right. in a day or so's time.
1: Uh, well, Rem, it, uh, oh, god.
0: Oh! Hey! hey. You, that, you haven't done that all day. I'm impressed.
1: Uh, yeah, no, no, no. And to be fair, well over 200 episodes at this point. It's a habit. Uh, well, Dylan, uh, if you had to take a guess at what the MAL score for uh, Birdie Wing is, what would you say?
0: Uh, 6.48. 6.48? That low, huh? Oh, I do need to account for... Um, you gotta
1: account for the weebs, my guy.
0: Gotta account for the weebs...
1: Uh, 6.81. <laughs> Quick calculation. Well, uh, fun, fun thing about this, Dylan, is now it's still technically airing, Okay, so so it's going to be higher
0: than it will eventually be.
1: Not necessarily. Uh, It's still technically airing, so this number has room to change. Whether it changes up or down remains to be seen. But currently, with With only 3,500 ratings... What?
0: (laughs) We (laughs) have more reviews than this show? Yes,
1: we do. At least (laughs) when you compare our podcast reviews to Mal. Yes, this is true. Uh, Birdie Wing Golf Girl Story is sitting nice and pretty at 6.72. Oh, 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 I was so close. You were very close. Uh, You undershot it and then you overshot it. That's why I'm bad at golf. Exactly. And to be fair, that's okay, because golf is awful, unless it's of the mini variety, as we have discussed. But yeah, no, this is the lowest, like, reviewed show we've ever covered. And because of that, like, its score is more, it, it's, its score is closer to what, like, a proper reviewed show would be at this stage. Yeah. Uh, it's still hold probably on, a bit high. What's the score for Forest Fairy 5? It's not the, uh, Forest Fairy 5 is lower. Forest Fairy 5 is, oh God, it's lower than when we did it originally. Uh, oh. It's at 3.33, is Forest Fairy 5, with only 1,000 uh, users <laughs> ra- rating it.
0: All right. I, I'm, you know what, Sean? Mm-hmm. I'm going to pose a challenge to okay. our listeners. If we can raise Forest Fairy 5's. No, no, no. We are
1: not malpoliticking.
0: By at least 0.01. If we can raise it by that much, I will bullshit rule. Remington on a terrible non-anime.
1: Oh shit, I don't have to be involved? Okay, yeah, go no, for it, do it. I don't you don't have shit. to be involved. This is going About to be that. some yes. light
0: malpolitik, malpolitik, like if I'm going to be basing it on realpolitik. Anyway, so, if we can raise it from, you said it's 3.33? Correct. If we can raise it to 3.34 by the end of, let's say, July 2022, I will bullshit Rem on watching a terrible show
1: but if you're gonna if you're gonna do the scummy malpoliticking thing then uh go for it as long as i'm not involved that's all i care about
0: this is really low stakes so yeah i will bullshit rule rem on a terrible terrible anime that sean will have absolutely no reason to cover Thanks. so christ just remember 0.01 3.34 that's all i'm asking
1: so with that in mind, uh, final question for you, Dylan. Any chance you'd like to watch more Birdie Wing with me sometime?
0: I mean, not really. I'd rather just look at the characters.
1: Well, I'm going to show you a character right after we're done recording.
0: Fantastic. This is future Dylan popping in. Um, Sean showed me the snake lady from episode 4. Her name is Viper. She also looks like quite a few of my exes, but with slightly more crazy eyes. Slightly.
1: And with that, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed me subjecting poor Dylan to the cruel, cruel world of sports, then please head on over to wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review. They mean the world to us, and we do read every single one. If you'd like to support us more directly, you can head on over to twitch.tv slash animeoutofcontext, where you can watch myself, Dylan, and sometimes Remington play video games incredibly poorly. But if that's still not enough for you you can still head on over to patreon.com slash anime out of context where you can gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus material including having the opportunity to have in this case dylan read your name aloud on the podcast
0: so dylan who are we thanking this week naturally we want to thank our bland bitch protagonists as well as our magical girls however we have to go all the way up to our Yandere waifus who are rigging the game and making us lose in this game of strip golf. And those individuals are Xanax. You crazy bastards did it. I made it to finals week and will graduate in May. I truly have the power of God and anime on my side. Yandere Neko. You hear? Why Shawn, Why Sean? Walk me home gently. Viva Pinata is my favorite anime. Tyler Worley. Trenton Farrell. Totally God. Titan CNH, Tim Westy. The Susanator. That film guy. Tetsuo13 says, brace yourself, beach OVAs are coming. Surely, Sean, you can do better, he can do better, and don't call him Shirley Sean. So, that god got old, but I had fun while it lasted. So how are you guys doing? Having fun, I hope. (laughs) Anywho, I'll talk to you later, I guess. Later. Uh, you know, I'm doing pretty well. Sean's doing alright. He's actually in the bathroom right now because he decided he didn't want to be around me when I was reading these off. Uh Silent secondary. Shout out to the folks that need the closet because of their family and guardians. You have our support. Trust me, this is aside from the patron name. Yeah, I get it. You have our support. We love you very much. Stay strong. Shoujo addict who doesn't need help, just more manga to read and anime to watch. Sean's meow awakens something in me. Selling Rem's breast milk on Alibaba, PM me for details. Sean is never turtly enough for the Turtle Club, get at me. School days in Clanad for the feels, Salty Pretzel, Sadie Bartling, Ross Palmer, Richard Gasper is the third, Rhiannon Williams, Remington Merrill, Ren gave me depression, oh boy an ounce of serotonin, don't mind if I do, no waifu no who. Nick Harvey, Mike the Mutilator, Mike J, Mikaika7herto, uh, Mexican gone freaks, Matthew Drum says Sean's a bitch, Matthias Rodas, Martin, Lizzie Anthea, Lucio, e. Casey Mosley, Cassidy, Jose Melkor, Jax, Jamhands, I'm just here for Rem's insightful yet incorrect takes. Uh, it's my birthday, May 20th, so now I am God and taking over the podcast. Is Rem's ass a cheesecake? Cause I'm starving. Iron-blooded orphan slaps. I'm lonely, so I watch anime. I want Rem to ruin Darling in the Franks for me. I guess you're on key or duty. I feel like there was an important lesson to learn today. I don't know what it was, so I'll just tell you to play Weiss Schwartz. Hunter Davies. Hey, you, slob on my knob like corn on the cob. Then give me red, eh. then give me rem like a head in bed. Do oh. a <laughs> mo. Glory to the golden throne of Terra. All pra- Glory to the god throne of Terra. All praise the god emperor of mankind. Glenn Michael Dolan. Fuck of love, fox and boy. Holy shit.
1: There's a lot. There's a lot, my guy.
0: Fern the fern fern. Father soft hands. Farmer weebs Shakespearean pickup line of the week. Your bum is the greatest thing about you. <laughs> Bantide, Extreme Cobra. Oh, God. Uh, ethylene, Diamine, Tetraacetate, Phosphorus, Uranium, Disulfur, Yttrium, Epic Amy, Creed 13, China 900, Cheese Monkey, Cage in the House, Brock Hard for G Dudes, Big Boo Blair Boy. Oh, fuck, Big Blue Bear Boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice little Freudian right there. Big sisters have a duty to do what their little sisters ask, says Miska as she attempts to brainwash the girl while still young. Miska, are you okay? (laughs) Am I not crummy enough for the Crumb Club? (laughs) Elise Howard and AJ Honey. Now we have to move away from the Yandere wife who's all the way up to our boy wizard tears at the Golf Hogwarts, where we will be giving each of them an incredibly dumb sport. Warning, you're 799 episodes away. You're getting bog snorkeling, which was invented in Wales in 1976, where you snorkel in a bog. That seems like the worst place to snorkel. Vincent Calabresi, you're getting crab racing, which is one of my favorite sports. It's where you race hermit crabs. Stick meat, you're getting cheese rolling, which is held in Gloucester, England. And it involves rolling down the hill and running away from the cheese so it will not crush you. Sean, I love you, but please stop basing the podcast on Gigguk episodes. You get chess boxing, which is you do a round of chess or a minute or so of chess, then you box her around and then back and forth. And I don't, the best waifu. I don't think you I've based an kicking. episode
1: on Gigguk recently.
0: Not in a while. No, I, no. like I've mentioned
1: him in videos and uh, they, it has inspired me to do some things sometimes, but we always try to do our own spin on that.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, he's so much in the anime zeitgeist that it's kind of hard to do anything that he hasn't touched on, at least in one point. Exactly. Moment. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> Rika is the best white foo. You're getting shin kicking, which is one of the worst and most painful sports ever created, according to list25.com. Yeah, they are and nerves and bone. kicking each other in the shins while you're holding on to your opponent. Radvisa the finish and the one who, in the name of the Utah invasion, has landed in Florida like it's D-Day. You're getting car curling.
1: Is that literally curling cars?
0: Uh you use cars instead of stones and real humans instead of brooms. Yes.
1: Jesus fuck.
0: <laughs> Pocket gamer five one three. You're getting oh god no I can't oh god oh god ew oh god fuck no oh uh, I'm gonna skip that one. Uh, you're getting mountain unicycling. M- mountain unicycling, which is self-explanatory as the name implies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my afro, my dog. You're getting extreme ironing. Where it involves you know rock climbing uh, while ironing your clothing or skydiving or anything like that. Uh, was that my favorite? My dog. Yes. Uh, Momo the Griff. You're getting wife carrying, where you pick up and carry your wife and run. That's it, it's, mm. it's. I feel like some people sounds. might have
1: advantages over others.
0: Yeah. Uh, Mike wants an overlord review. You're getting ferret legging, where competitors tie the bottoms of their pants closed, drop a ferret down the pants, close at the top tightly with a belt, and then run.
1: That can't be real.
0: It was apparently uh, popular among coal miners in Yorkshire, England, in the 70s. So blame I was yeah, just blame you know they do things differently the industrial in Yorkshire. Scene I guess. in England, yeah, yeah. Uh, Miguel De Leon, you're getting underwater hockey, which you don't use nearly as big sticks. You use smaller sticks, and you just snorkel hockey. Interesting. Maitawa says the first three arcs of Bakemonogatari is just eight episodes. You get belly flopping where you plop into a pool to make a big splash. gosh is my favorite cryptiv. you're getting kite tubing, where a large inflatable device is used to let people fly behind a motorbike. But where a... You get kite tubing, which is a sport where a large inflatable device is used to let people fly behind a motorboat in a way similar to water skiing. Though it's a lot more dangerous because you're bouncing the entire time. I, Remington, want everyone know that I suck, that I'm a girl, that I have like, ribbons in my hair, and that I want to kiss all the boys. Yeah. Acid reflux, fucking hell. You get cricket spitting. What? Developed in 1996 by an entomologist at Purdue University in West Lafayette, Indiana, cricket spitting is a sport in which contestants put a dead cricket in their mouth and then spit it as far as they can.
1: Oh, God.
0: In Ball of Sunshine, you're getting pea shooting, which is... Self-explanatory. Harrison, you're getting worm charming, (laughs) which is where you just try to uh, convince (laughs) Rem to come over to your place. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: <clears throat> the World Worm Championships have been held annually in England since 1980. The Wormers, as they're called, are given a little square of ground to uh, fiddle, grunt, and charm their worms up. Which, yep, that's <laughs> it. That yep. <laughs> Go ahead, call the cops. who won't unvirgin the olive oil. Which wouldn't it be revirgin the olive oil? Anyway, you get limbo skating. Which is limbo while skating. Mm, Seems risky. It seems like a good way to get road rash on your junk. Gay as fucking so on, it's Pride Month, baby! You get Buzkashi, which is literally translated as goat pulling. It's a Central Asian sport in which horse-mounted players attempt to place a headless goat carcass in a goal. It is the national sport of Afghanistan, however it was banned during the Taliban regime. Uh, For good reason, Jesus fuck. And uh, the matches are so fierce that they can last for several days.
1: Yikes.
0: (gasps) Demon Ray 13, you get cardboard tube fighting, which is what we all did as kids. (laughs) I like that one. (laughs) Beethoven 1201, you're getting bird chirping, which is a popular sport in Suriname. The contestants all just emulate a songbird. No, never mind. It's forcing your pet songbird to sing. Oh, that's gross. That is, I don't like that.
1: That, that. That's unfortunate.
0: That that yeah. Uh and Choi 4, you get Bo taushi, which is apparently invented as part of training for the Japanese military. It is a sport that looks like an extreme version of Capture the Flag. All fa- all fathers facts are on hiatus for the for su- the <laughs> fucking words. All father's facts are on hiatus for the foreseeable future because he ran out of facts and doesn't want to make Dylan do more work. Well, I just had to read your name out all, Father. Tisk tisk. You get Quidditch. Yeah. No, I mean, hey, that's fair. And there is there uh, there are people that do actual Quidditch. Yeah. It it uh, looks they, fucking they, they hold ridiculous. Rooms between their legs and throw balls at one another, and it looks kind of dumb.
1: Yeah. Don't get me wrong. We we do enjoy the Harry Potter universe here, but y'all probably one of the dumbest parts of it. Yeah. Probably one of the dumbest parts. If you enjoy it and you're having a good time, wonderful. But my goodness. <laughs>
0: Aaron Haglund, you get slap fighting, which isn't exactly what you think. Competitors take turns, one slapping the other and trying to make their opponent pass out. Uh, Two Sec Sean, I have to show you my Rule 34 of Dewey. It is the favorite of my many folders. You get dwarf tossing, <laughs> which is fairly ableist. Yeah, but, and no kidding. I've seen it done. Jesus. I'm going- At a state fair.
1: Oh, God. Of course it was at the state fair. Of course it was at the state fair. My God! Yeah. Look, I'm just going to, I'm just going to like mentally canonize that as like a fantasy setting, you know, Lord of the Rings style. You know, tossing. They're very
0: me. aerodynamic in Lord of the Rings.
1: Yeah, because like, because that way it's not that way. It's you know a good fun time between friends.
0: Ooh boy. And uh, moving on up to the inappropriate Joey Wheeler tier, and this is going to be interesting. So. Uh, We're going to move on up from Hogwarts all the way to an even higher plane of existence. The inappropriate Joey Wheeler tier, where Sean will be giving each of our Joey tierlers a quote from Happy Gilmore.
1: You read my mind because I was going to force you to do random uh, Adam Sandler lines.
0: If you run out of Adam Sandler, if you run out of Happy Gilmore lines, you can... Jump right to Adam Sandler. Oh god, you're making me uh, do it, even though you're okay, fine. <laughs> Alright. Yes. The redneck weeb returns thanks to moonshine and jiggle physics.
1: Oh god, weirdly these feel appropriate for Joey Wheeler. Uh hold
0: on. Both of them are aggressive assholes.
1: <laughs> right, koiba, koiba, koiba. Yeah. Okay. Uh why? I didn't break
0: it. I was just testing its durability. Next up we got snorting coke off a of Rem's bodacious booty Wall Street style. What do they get, Sean? And you can can on me waiting for you in the parking lot. Ooh, that's a threat there. Uh, next up, we have... Sean, we should watch Hellsinger Bridge next week. Wow, my accent is getting worse every name. Oh, yeah.
1: Happens to the best of us. It takes a while. Uh, Because, you know, we've found that we were okay at first, but doing it for so long, we fucked it up. Uh, I... Hey, Okay. Uh, you can trouble me for a warm glass of shut the hell up.
0: <laughs> Magic ice ball
1: if I saw myself in clothes like that, I'd have to kick my own ass.
0: Ooh wow there's a Must it's a lot a of insults like
1: genuinely yeah. like this clothes what an asshole. is it's not just happy Gilmore quotes it's literally, these are all quotes from Happy Gilmore.
0: okay. I mean they might just be quotes from Happy Gilmore. I don't know yeah. I don't remember the film very well.
1: Some are happy Gilmore
0: some are <laughs> other characters. All right next up we got I spent too much time playing overwatch please help.
1: It's all in the hips. It's all in the hips. It's
0: all in the hips. See, that's how you get better at Overwatch. You put everything in your hips. You just fuck the controller. Don't fuck a controller. Next up, we got Remington's dear old mum. Why don't you just go home? That's your home. Oh,
1: that's actually a line that I do remember. Are you too good for your home? Answer me. There you go. That's
0: the rest of it. I don't think that's what you want to be saying to Rem's mom. (laughs) It's nothing personal. (laughs) Next up, we got Charles C. Nilesbaum. Huh? I eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast. You eat pieces of shit for breakfast? There you go. Next up, we got Blood Cell, but not the white one. Damned alligator just
1: popped up, cut me down on my prime. Next up, we got uh, Anime Girl. All right. He got me, but I tore one of that bitch. No, bastards. They censored it on the site, which is stupid. Let me try that one more time. He got me, but I tore one of the bastard's eyes out though. Look at that! Holds up,
0: eye iron <laughs> jar. And finally going above and beyond and somehow breaking Patreon, we got Dylan Hayden. What does Dylan get?
1: Uh, Dylan Hayden, he gets, uh, the price is wrong, bitch! From when, uh, he beat the shit out of, uh, Bob Barker. Why would he beat the shit out of Bob Barker? Because it was funny that's the okay yeah no that's fair (laughs) i'll accept it genuinely one of the funny thing funniest things i remember from the movie because i just love the idea of bob barker and adam sandler beating the shit out of each other
0: thank all of you so much if you want to uh reach out to us send a comment question feedback or recommendation you can always reach us at AnimeConPod on twitter or send us an email on to anime out of context at gmail.com and
1: i will reiterate uh if you think we're not seeing your emails, we are. We definitely are. We just don't really have all that much time to respond to all of them. Uh, so don't worry. Every recommendation I have seen. And every criticism I have seen. And yes, the ones that made me cry, uh, I have uh, saved and pinned just in case I need to really humble myself a little bit. Uh, but with that in mind, thank you all once again so much for joining us. We love you all very, very much. And as always, don't fuck your sister.
0: How physically big are you? Ardone?
1: <laughs> but anytime you mention Adam Sandler on the internet, Dylan, memes happen.
0: You ain't cool unless you pee your pants.
1: And I'm scared of the memes, lad. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't.
0: So you will listen to every damn word I have to say!
1: I just don't want our entire, like, reviews to be filled with, like, Adam Sandler references. The price is wrong, bitch. How am I supposed to cooperate, like, and make a podcast if, in the back of my mind, people are messaging us things about Adam Sandler?
0: Can I wash my Winky in your kitchen sinky? Oh, 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 oh,